Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome back to Ooh, Shiny, the ADHD podcast where I talk about things that are just floating through my brain. Um, I'll always try to have an overarching theme, but invariably the conversation always devolves into some random sparkle of a synapse going off on a tangent, so I will try and keep them to a minimum, but uh, please bear with me if I do accidentally lose track of where I am. So... The first session, I just gave an overview. I, I gave an example of what my thought process is and um, no particular topic in mind. I just rambled a little bit and let you all sort of understand my viewpoint of things and how I try to live my life, you know, through kindness and doing the best that you can, but also taking care of myself. And I feel like it went pretty well. So I've got the next uh, session here ready to go with an actual topic. Yes, you heard me. I'm actually going to talk about one specific thing, hopefully for an extended period of time and not get sidetracked. I make no guarantees, but I'm going to do my damnedest to make it happen. So, with the current situation still being the lockdown, I figured I'd have a little bit of time to read a book. And that book is called Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson. Uh, I am a couple of chapters in... I've uh, already met the main protagonist, <laughs> whose name is absolutely fantastic. It is Hero Protagonist. Literally, H-I-R-O uh, Protagonist. He is a Nipponese and African descended gentleman living in a dystopian cyberpunky future of... I think, was he in America? I believe he was in America, yes. Yes, he was. Um and he's a pizza delivery guy who is also a hacker because they've gone atomic in World War II so obviously society and the population is living in essentially storage boxes very poor areas against affluent areas with the people who have money so a very very clear divide between the types of people there are but they all occupy a shared, a shared cyberspace called the metaverse and Hero is a hacker who has some skill and is it a property he owns because they were early in on the yeah on the metaverse when when it started came when it came about in the main area called the street they had some property so they were in on it early they got a head start on everyone else so he's got some status in the metaverse and uh, it's it's quite interesting and it just got me thinking about how with the lockdown is affecting everything that you know we're having to do in our daily lives where it's working shopping uh, interacting with friends as we see a lot of people are adapting with zoom calls and messenger and group conference calls and just how is our society going to change if this virus does turn out to be some kind of catastrophic event that means we have to wear protection when we go outside and it's, it's no longer safe to do so for extended periods of time obviously the whole hoping for the best planning for the worst situation and it, it was it was interesting because i likened it to uh, obviously the most recent movie from ready player one as well which was the book based on the book by ernest klein 
Obviously, Ready, Ready Player One was more of a fantasy-based nostalgia trip into the 80s, which was extremely well-written, and I really, really enjoyed the movie adaptation of the book because they took the source material. And yes, they did make changes and alterations to it. However, those were necessary for the plot, considering I think that they knew this was going to be a standalone movie rather than you know a series of films that would go on to depict the world. Um, that's mainly because there's no second book as of yet that I'm aware of it may come out in the future I don't know and the way that they all lived in that same shared universe on the oasis with the technological advances that we're potentially seeing nowadays because obviously we're having we're, we're advancing at quite a rapid rate when you compare to the previous um, advancements in uh, like in industry and technology it's because you know well, there's more of us we're living longer we're, we're getting smarter so obviously technology is going to evolve at the same pace as we do and i was like what kind of world would i prefer to be in would it be the one where like ready player one in the book they've got the full-on haptic feedback suits you plug in and the rigs are able to handle everything you know you, you can feel touch senses smell they have automated delivery systems where a drone will deliver whatever it is you order direct to your door so you can go for example to a pizza place in the oasis order a slice at the counter and it gets delivered via drone to your door within the time that you would expect it while you're sitting there in the restaurant chatting and hanging out with your mates so it's essentially a real social meeting place without contact or would it go more along the lines of okay no we know this is real world we're not we're not going to make it as realistic as possible it's literally just laser glasses implants in the ears for ear, audio and dialogue and then just have it controlled with this like series of joysticks but it's hyper realistic hyper 3d however you can't have any physical contact uh, unless it's you know generated in a one-to-one -one, maybe group sort of scenario um, because in so well, as far as I'm aware in Snow Crash, I've only just, like I say, gotten into a couple of chapters. As far as I can see at the moment, they are phasing through other avatars. There's no contact available, so I don't know if something's going to develop with that side of it. However, it does mean that you're essentially plugged into a television set, and it's just like right in front of your eyes, and you're just wandering through cyberspace doing whatever. It's kind of like. Um, running through Elder Scrolls or something like that and World of Warcraft all of the big MMOs you know, all of them it, it would essentially function with well, I know, wait, can you go through Avatar? you can in ESO I know you can in ESO um, please correct me if I'm wrong in the comments let me know um, so I know my preference I, I would prefer something along the lines of the haptic suit from Ready Player One because you can still exercise with that one because it has motors in the rigs that provide tension to work against the muscles to recreate whatever it is you're doing so you could literally load into a mountain face and go climbing with zero repercussion of injury you'd let the, the computer program would let you know that you've fallen you know by giving you the sensory feedback through the haptic suit however you wouldn't actually injure yourself like you do in the matrix 
which I mentioned in the throwback to the first episode there. I'll probably try and get a little one or two in on the Matrix every now and then. I watched it recently, so it's fresh in my brain. <laughs> and you've got the... Sorry, what was I saying? Yes, yeah, so all the haptic feedback via that, but no actual injury. Because then I would still, whenever I needed to go out, be able to. Because I wouldn't be, you know, just having sat in a, in a chair and letting my muscles atrophy and become weak, etc. Like, um, also happened to Neo when he was unplugged from the Matrix for the first time. So, I do believe that's the kind of world that I would prefer one that I could pick up and put off at will because obviously I, I do like to get outside still and that's where I'd like to practice the climbing or all of the parkour stuff in the oasis and then that way I'd be able to go out and apply it in real life situations and properly get around and explore and really really get just random adventures going obviously the problem with doing that is that if we're in the kind of society where you are able to go out without some kind of protection you can't really do that so then it would be an escape from having to do the humdrum every day in the oasis you know because you're still going to have to work even if like with the oasis it's free to everyone you've still got to do something to it because it's it's going to be in-game currency isn't it no loot boxes please no loot boxes um but, like I say, that's that's the kind of world I, I really think I would prefer. Um, for the ease of business, I imagine something where you are literally just an avatar, no contact, nothing whatsoever. That would be a lot easier to maintain and handle. Because you wouldn't have to have a shed load of rigs set up for people to come into the office and climb into, or climb into a home and then walk into the office. You would literally just have a bank of these goggle sets. Everyone plugged in into their own little soundproof set so they're not distracted by everyone around them. And for a corporation, that would potentially be a good model of work. If people don't mind doing it. If they do, then you know they, they can still try and find some work in other areas. Um, maybe take more pay to go and work out in the environment trying to rebuild society and make it safe again or as safe as possible for people you know because obviously there's going to be construction there's still going to be real world needs that people will be able to do so not everyone's geared to an online lifestyle and if you're not then that's absolutely fine you can still make use of it however it could be worth trying to find a job outside which that's where you'd, you'd get more of the uh, you'd be rewarded more because you'd be taking more risk so I, I feel it would have to be fair and equitable in that society you can't have anything other than that if you're willing and able to stay inside and do your job from home and then interact in the world with the oasis or this kind of, um, interface in uh, the metaverse then you should totally 100% be able to do that but also at the same point if you're willing and able to go outside to help people because you don't like being stuck inside you like a mixture of both then you should be able to do that I don't think it would be right to force people into it unless there was some kind of um, penal system where people are you know taking advantage or, or you know hurting others breaking entering stealing murdering you know all of the, the, the proper original sins uh, 
when it comes to drugs, there, um, there's a massive, massive grey area considering that pharmaceutical companies are essentially peddling drugs all of the time that, you know, some of them aren't always the safest. I understand that progress has to be made and the capitalist machine must keep churning. However, I don't think it should do so at the detriment of human life which ultimately would inevitably lead to a society like the ones that are described in Snow Crash, because I mean the thing in Snow Crash is that the main force in the country is Casa Nostro, the pizza company that runs everything. They're, they're referred to as the mafia of the pizza, uh, mafia of the pizza industry, and they are the best. They will deliver that pie in 30 minutes, no more, no less. Um and you're introduced to the main character via a, uh, a delivery that starts off like any other delivery well not quite when it gets to the delivery place something goes wrong and that's all i'm gonna say it, it it's it, it's a really good read so far i am really enjoying it and i can't help but keep comparing it to ready player one not because it's so similar but because it's so different even though it's essentially the same premise and I haven't finished it, so I won't be able to give a full report on it when, until I have done, which I will do probably at a later date. Look forward to that one. Keep, you know, notified. You know, you can subscribe and leave all these positive reviews. Let me know if you uh, want it sooner rather than later. If you do, I'll uh, I'll crack on with the book and get through it and and give that review soon. Um, in the meantime, I will probably just go at my normal pace and. I still enjoy it either way. I like reading. I love reading. It's it's one of the few things that allows me to just focus and absorb, and I can imagine the world. It's like the um, there's a, a building called the Black Sun, which is a squat black pyramid with the top cut off, and there's a hemisphere on the front side of the building with the words the Black Sun carved underneath it above the entrance, and I can just picture it now in my mind the kind of setting that it's in. I'm not going to give any more away. I, I've literally just given you the name of the building and, and what it looks like. Not anything that it pertains to the story. It's not a major... Well, it's not even a spoiler, actually. It's just the name of a book in... Uh, for setting in... in the book. And it's a really, 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 really nice visual that it builds. Whereas in the Oasis, there's... architecture that can be designed as that however most of it it's it's the oasis is completely ad free that was it sorry it's completely ad free and the metaverse is not so it is a case of okay We've got all of this extra added visuals onto one, and it helps fund the capitalist machine that the universe is working in, and the oasis where it's free for everyone. But there are real-world issues with everything. You know, like it's a completely different dystopian society. How our society is going to go? I don't know. 
like I said last time, I don't have the answers. I don't know what's going to happen. I do want to see some form of online social settings such as these two. If we can get, like I say, the haptic suits and the rigs and everything, uh, similar to the Oasis, again, from the book, not from the film. Uh, I mean, well, from the film to a certain degree. And they, they tried, but it, it's not what I had imagined in my mind. Sorry, zoned out for a second there. Um, um, yeah, so like I say, the, the film, it wasn't my interpretation of it, but I really, really enjoyed Spielberg's interpretation that, that he brought forward. And I believe Ernest Klein did as well. I think he quite enjoyed the film, said that he liked the way that they uh, they tried to adapt the story and thought it worked pretty well. Obviously, there were things he, he would have changed because, you know, it, it was his baby. But he... Um, ultimately enjoyed it. I think he was involved in some way as well. I'd have to double check that. Um, don't at me. <laughs> so, anyway, getting back to the haptic suits here, if we could have something like that, I think it would be a lot easier for a lot of people to be able to, you know, get out and have that sensation of being able to actively touch people, hug each other, okay, you know it's not real, but it feels real, and that's the thing, you're, you're essentially tricking your brain, you're flooding with serotonin, making um, the stress chemicals, no wait, is uh, serotonin, no, serotonin's the heavy chemicals, cortisol is the stress chemical, um, with the stress levels being reduced because the serotonin is flooded because you're getting that contact even though you know it's not human you know it's just the signals being interpreted by the suit because in the moment it still feels real the brain is able to trick yourselves into feeling it and it leaves you that satisfaction from just seeing your friends and family seeing someone that you've not seen for a while and it could bridge the gap between people at the moment i think it would help a lot, especially seeing as there's already tests being done that are showing that VR is helping to aid with uh, dementia and reducing the symptoms of it in some care homes, I think, across the UK have riled it. I know um, my friend is a lot more clued in on this because he works in a care home, so he would know more about it. I'd have to double check with him, maybe get him in at some point, you know, see what he he reckons on it. But um, I need to stop saying but, um, otherwise it's going to turn into a drinking game. If you've watched How I Met Your Mother, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it's a really good show. Go check it out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the VR is, like I say, helping. And it's getting there because you've got things like uh, the PlayStation VR, Oculus Rift. I know HoloLens is potentially going to be revealed with the Xbox Series X, which I think would be pretty cool. It would definitely be a, a you know a, a stepping stone in the right direction if it does work the way that i think it's going to with it projecting onto uh, areas in the home the other side of the whole vr thing is that you've got people arguing well you're basically giving all of your time and effort to something that ultimately doesn't exist and they're right however just because it it doesn't exist doesn't give it any less value it just gives it a different kind of value. You know, it's emotional and mental rather than physical. 
it's, it's kind of like the difference between exercising and meditation. And they're both useful in the right circumstances. You have to find that balance of mind and body. And it's potentially going to give a lot more stability to people who, if they're struggling in the real world, they can go and escape into the oasis. Okay, I'm going to stop calling it oasis now just for fears of, of copyright. But by the way, go read Ready Player One if you haven't. Um, it is a really, really good book. And if you love the 80s, there's some great references in there. And it's a really, really well put together story. Um, the way I, I look at um, a lot of like the science fiction books and the fantasy books and stuff that I read is that they're they're just really really good D and D stories. You know, you know that the person that was playing the character got a crit role in those moments, and it makes it just a little bit more believable for me. And that's that's how I'm able to sort of picture everything that goes on. Like I can imagine the storyteller's voice describing it to me in my own voice in my own way and I put my own inflection on the words that I'm reading so that I've got some frame of reference there and that's how I'm able to imagine things so vividly like being in VR I've already mapped out in my room where I'd probably I'd end up putting the rig Uh, I would probably get a slightly smaller bed Uh, I'd get rid of my TV and I'd shuffle some bits around and I'd have my rig set up just over in the corner because I wouldn't, well, I potentially wouldn't need a laptop or anything. I wouldn't need my TV. I would, I would, I'd be able to cut it size down, and that's obviously one of the ways they get around housing problems in those worlds. It is by making everything available online, so that people don't need that many real, real, real world, you know, comforts apart from the basics. And about it, yeah, you can still have your, your rich areas where. There's a lot more luxury, but if you're really not fussed about it, you can go for a minimalist side of things. And if you're really into, you know, staying online, then you can go stay in one of those areas and, and plug into online and just use your real world domicile as a place of rest for when you have to go out in the physical world to work. Because there would need to be some kind of mandated, right, unless you're working, you can only... Um, you you can't spend more than x amount of time logged in because it would be detrimental to your health like a health a built-in warning system so it would give you a heads up when you've got an hour left when you've got a half hour left and then it would automatically log you out um and then it wouldn't be able to log back in for at least six hours so that you you could go off and get some rest you know because that's the thing because if you're spending a lot of time on the uh, the virtual world you wouldn't be extolling your physical body as much as you would be if you were outside yes okay you've got the rig and everything to maximize the the sensations however you would also have a setting to turn those off so you could literally be a superhuman just climbing and jumping up rocks you would have very little actual physical effort aside from just moving your arms so that would potentially be a way to prevent people from becoming exhausted while playing as well so um limiting the amount of time that they could spend in you know exercise programs or something to prevent any addictions to those because it, any you can become an addict of anything if if you want it bad enough right it's it is a slippery slope and there's, there's a lot of caution that would need to be taken 
and it would need to be reviewed on a person-to-person basis but that's where you would need an ai technology to monitor that um and the problem with ai obviously is that it has to be controlled by something whether it's a central computer or an organization you know unless you knew that it was completely fail safe i could see a lot of people having security queries about letting an ai system run their entire household so there would need to be fail safes built into that as well uh, much like the canopy 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 moment in endgame where war machine breaks out of his old suit and comes up in the new one it's a lot to think about and like i said i'm just the ideas guy i just thought about this and i'm talking about it now and then like i say in my ideal society where this is all going on there wouldn't be any debt there wouldn't be any money it would be not a utopia because utopias can get boring you would like i say need to have equity for everyone potentially you could have zones where and then this isn't a segregation thing I'm, I'm talking about like zones where there's industry zones and social zones um you know naturally geared places towards agriculture and that would be a work zone and there would be no impediment in between movement of these you would only get locked into an area if you've been proven to be committing a crime or something in another area so you would be locked to yours and the, like i said the penal system could work into the right okay you've done wrong if you can prove that you're willing to work and get back into giving to society and reform from your ways then here's this program where you can get out there and start rebuilding stuff earn your wage pay off your your, your years improve it and if you don't want to if you just want to sit in prison and do nothing then okay fine we'll take care of you basic needs you've got access to a library you've got access to a computer and obviously the uh, the virtual world however you're in a lockdown facility you can't go out into the mainframe and you can't go into the real world you're, you're stuck and i think that could work it would be difficult to maintain as i know not everyone thinks like me and i also know for a fact that people would would bulk at it because it, it means putting your trust in a central government and they haven't always done all that well instilling the people's trust like i said there's there's a few that have done and the ones that have done really well have done amazingly well the problem is that other countries have their own opinions on that and everybody seems to be quite distrusting of other each other at the moment which is only too understandable given the fear and panic that's going on out there everybody's trying to take care of this themselves so that they're not going to fall victim to this horrific virus that is going around and it is horrific when you consider it it's causing death in the human population it's not a nice situation to be in knowing that going outside could literally kill you it could cause your downfall so you can also argue that well that could happen any day you could you could walk out and get hit by a bus and it's like yes but that's that's a random chance this is a dedicated threat to your livelihood to your continued existence so the fear is completely and utterly justified and and i can see how it would make a society that's completely virtual much more attractive to some people and it could be what what needs to happen 
However, the problem that we have at the moment is a lack of the fiber optic connectives, uh, fiber optic connections that would allow us to transfer the amount of data that need to happen. As far as I'm aware of, the materials we have are much, very much like the original computers, big, bulky, take a lot of space, take a lot of heat. Cooling is always the main problem I'm, I'm hearing. So we'd need a kind of system that would be able to cool something at a really, really quick rate to prevent overheating. Um, I do think I remember reading something about a super solid liquid that was... Uh, it was almost like it was frozen. It was a slurry, I think. What did it do? So it was solid, but as it maintained, as it, as it neared the point where it was being catalyzed, it started breaking down and moving forward, but it was unstoppable. Like, you, you couldn't stop this process from happening. Um, so, and it was... This. I, I, I will have to double look. I, I'm going to have to double check into this. If you guys know what I'm on about, let me know in the comments. Um, or drop me a message on Twitter. Um, I'd always appreciate the knowledge and information. It's something I look forward to because then, like I say, I can make better opinions on things. So, yeah, cooling is the problem that we face in getting a network on the ground because the technology unless it's being secreted away by a massive corporation because that doesn't happen at all or a military somewhere in the world has developed something and they just don't want to give it away because well like i say it's not exactly the most trusting of places at the moment which is a crying shame because humanity i believe if we could all just get to the not 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 get along because not everybody's going to get along and you can't all get along there are things there are places where you will have to pick and fight your battles and there are proper ways of doing that though like say for example if you you have and i'm not talking about like sinning i'm talking about disagreements now i'm not talking about crimes or anything like that or you know crimes of countries against other countries and wars and stuff i'm literally talking about disputes there, there are safe ways of battling you can have um you don't have to kill to get your point across that, that's what i'm trying to say you know with the virtual reality side of it you could have uh, you could have lightsaber battles you could have gigantic wars spanning across continents and the winners would win and the losers would lose but nobody would die it could all be settled completely and utterly online and then if anyone did bring any of that into the real world that that would be the ultimate sin like that yeah that, that sounds like a good idea obviously if you think i'm way off base or way off tangent let me know in the comments below i will round this one up now by saying snow crash from what i'm reading of it so far is a very 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 good book i really like the um descriptions of some of the avatars and what they're able to achieve as is every single little action sequence that i've seen so far uh, seen, read, sorry, I'm saying seen because I'm imagining it in my brain. Everything I've read in there so far has, has managed to paint quite a picture in my brain. It's painted a very, very good word picture for me. So definitely check it out, Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson. 
I will always advocate that, pe advocate that people read or watch Ready Player One. Either one of the iterations, I will always prefer the book over the film, purely because I found the book first, and The Matrix. Just, if you haven't seen it already, go and watch it. You don't really need to worry about Revolutions and Reloaded, the se uh, sequels, because The Matrix is such a good standalone film. And having rewatched Revolutions the other week, it hasn't aged as well as I thought it did. Um, but The Matrix was uh, just a, an absolute joy to watch again. So definitely recommend watching that if you haven't. If you have, go watch it again because it's a great film. Definitely worth spending an hour or two on and just chilling out, taking some time, realizing that as much as life is terrible at the moment, ultimately there's not much we can do about it keep fighting out there everyone who's having a struggle please stay safe if you need any help at all please reach out to those around you you're not alone no person is an island and i feel that if people were able to just take the time a little bit more if they if they did need help to actually ask you'd be surprised at the amount of responses that you would get. So, with that said, read Snow Crash, read or watch Ready Player One, watch The Matrix, be awesome to each other. Thank you for listening. This is... Uh, don't know if you guys could hear that but the ice cream van went off in the background so i'm probably just gonna <laughs> edit that little bit out um or well when i when i play back i may i may not it all depends if i can hear it or not sorry shiny <laughs> right Ooh, shiny signing off now thanks for listening guys i will speak to you next time